You got me now? Now I got you. All right. We ready to kick this thing off? I suppose. Do you want to do the intro this time? I'm not there yet. All right. (laughs) I guess I'll do it then. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Two Brothers Archery. Uh, We got Jared in on the podcast again today. Jared's been uh, hard at work trying to nail down a target buck. And, any, uh, any, any good buck for that matter. Well, any good buck we can call a target buck, right? <laughs> I suppose. So you were at it, uh, you went a couple times last week. You did a couple sits. Uh, yeah, let's see. Was it, um, was it Tuesday? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the hell I saw that day now. Maybe well, you, you remember. Uh, well, you saw Bobo. Bobo, oh yeah. Well, we should, we should. There's not, there's not much, uh, not many sits I don't see that deer. So we, uh, we should probably tell the listeners who Bobo is and the backstory on Bobo. Bobo is a year and a half year old four corn. He's got beams. He's not like a spork. He's got beams and he's got two tines on each beam or one tine on each beam. And yeah, he's just—he's all over the place. He's on camera almost every freaking day. <laughs> um, yeah, he's—he's he's begging for an arrow, but you know, it, like he's got a chance to be a good deer next year. But I feel like uh, every hunter can relate to that. You always have that <laughs> one—that one little buck or that one deer that's just always there, regardless of anything. And. Yes. Uh, it makes me laugh because I, I've had that numerous times. And like you said, I, I laugh. Like I said, we got cell cameras and we'll each see the picture. And we'll be like, oh, Bobo's at it again. Yep. And actually how that started is Jared's like, yeah, that little fork's there. And I'm like, or our buddy, that's what you said, our buddy's there. Yep. And, and I'm like, what are you, are you naming him now? And he's like, well, he's begging for an arrow because he's there all the time. And I'm like, well, you might as well just name him and make him your pet. And you're like, I'm calling him Bobo. <laughs> But I think, yeah, you, you saw Bobo. I think you had a couple uh, a deer pass behind you, if I'm correct. Yeah, um, that's right. So right when I got into the stand that night, um, was that Bob? Yeah, that was Bobo. Yeah, Bobo yeah, well, came uh, right down the fence line in the woods that I walked in on. Um I didn't even, I got up in the tree. I was standing there. I was still hanging my bow. I was putting my quiver away and I was still standing. And Austin, I heard him coming down the wood line and I was like, shit. And then it was just him and he, yeah, he kept me company for a little bit and carried on with his knife. So, yeah. And, um, I, I, and then I, I think th- after that, there's nothing. I think Once you have one. I think you have one coming real late. Yeah. I, as I was getting down, I just saw a black blob come out into the food plot. I had no idea what the hell that was. Right. I know Um, that was kind of the last cooler day that we had, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. After, after, yeah, that, after we, that, it warmed up a little bit. Yeah. Up here in northeast Wisconsin, we've been kind of fighting a, a warm front that came in um, this over the weekend, this past weekend, and we were actually, we had really nice weather. It was 
um, upper forties during the day and down. I mean, we were down actually, I think the morning or that day you went out that morning, we were at like 25 degrees. We had a really hard frost. Yeah. And that's the weather I like. Um, and then all of a sudden we had highs in the sixties over the weekend. We had 65 actually yesterday. Um, but the weekend it was upper fifties, low sixties. And I mean, deer have their winter coats now, so they're not looking to move at all because it's right. hot. It's hot for them. But and, um, uh, yeah, when I, then I went and sat Betty's. Yep. How was that Thursday night? Must have been. Yeah, because that was yeah. You said that's the last sit before it got warm. You're right. You're right. Thursday night I sat Betty's. Uh, saw a couple deer out the bean field. On the other side, like a little pinch point bottleneck. Um, one was a small, real small basket six. I mean, I don't even know if you call it a basket. It was smaller than that. Right. Um, and then I had two fawns and a doe come right underneath the tree and feed out into the alfalfa field behind me, and that was it really for that night. Um, and I think uh, Dad sat with, sat in that same property with you, right? Yep. Yep, yeah. he sat down the basically down the fence line, I guess you could say, or yeah. property line, really. Down the swamp, essentially, yeah. Yep. And I know he, he said that he had saw a couple of does, and he saw a little buck, too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were kind I mean, we weren't, I mean, not that far away. Right. Pretty sure we were looking at the same deer. Yeah. You may have saw one or two that I did not, but. Well, and the other thing, too, is uh, he went the following morning in that same spot that he was in and he had, you know, nine o'clock, uh, which is a little bit late, um, in the morning. Cause that was, uh, before daylight savings time. Right. Um, and he's like, he's texting me and he's like, yeah, I'm about to pull the pin. You know, I'm getting kind of antsy. The stand that he's in isn't real comfortable. It's a gun stand that, you know, he's experimenting with, if you will. And, um, also he texts me and he's like, I got movement. Um, and then I didn't hear anything from him for like a half hour. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, I had a, he had three does come in and he thought he saw a little buck early on and you know he's like they're, they're, they're moving but like i said then we had this big warm-up and uh it's i i hate it but yeah. at, the, at the same time you went out this morning this is the first cooler morning we we're gonna have a 10 degree swing from 65 to a high of 55 today you still so there? that's gonna yep i'm here yeah Someone was just trying to call me and it interrupted. Those fuckers. <laughs> I, think it was my, they... <laughs> I think it was my mom. <laughs> oh. Well, tell, tell your mom I say hello when you talk to her. <laughs> she's she's going to be like, who? <laughs> um, but no, today, we, like I said, we had, we had a high of 55 today. It was a high of 65 yesterday. So we do have a 10-degree temperature swing, and it was, I think, like 35 this morning. So we're getting back uh, down there. I want to say it's a little cooler than that. Cause I think there's actually a little bit of frost on the on the food plot this morning. Oh, nice! Um, but I did sit Saturday morning as well. Yeah, so, I forgot about Chris. You've been yeah, you went you did go Saturday morning. Saturday morning, I sat the same spot, but uh, all I saw was one deer in the bean field again. Then a Thursday night. Your dad and I both saw the same deer just running like an absolute idiot through the bean field. I did uh, laugh at that text when you're like, we got deer out in the bean field. They're just running like idiots. 
Oh, yeah, the one just kept running from like one corner to the next corner. And it's like, what in the hell is this deer doing? And the same thing on Sunday or Saturday morning. This deer, all of a sudden I see it and it starts running around like a chicken with its head cut off just for no apparent reason. No other deer no around. No other deer around. And I was just like, <laughs> whatever. So. I mean, y- you'll have that. And, and you know, that's the stuff that you expect out of Bobbo. Honestly, I don't even think Bobbo's that dumb. He's just he's he's just the he's just the homebody. He just likes the area, and you know, he's, you ever... just always, he's always around. He doesn't do stupid shit. Not yet, anyway. I I, I love it that you know, like I said, I, I'm hoping hunters can relate because I've had that before. Where you got that one freaking deer that's just always around, and you're like, yeah. I wonder what's going through his head. Um, yeah, I forgot you sat Saturday morning and had that experience as well. Um, I did want to share, uh, Thursday night, Thursday night. Yeah, it was Thursday night. Um, I was going to work at the farm and I had behind my father-in-law's machine shed, there were five does and one buck. And I think that might be the buck that we had show up on the inner plot. The outlier that we call him, the outlier. So. I I think it might be, but it's hard because I was looking at it head on. Anyways, there were yeah, that's true. There were five mature does, and there was two fawns. And I'm talking forty yards behind the machine shed, which is right next to the farm. So you got running equipment, you've got cows bellering, you've got the whole works. Yep. He's just standing there. And I swung my lights in the field to look at him. And they just, he had two does bedded down and he was standing between them. And I actually took some pictures. Of it because it's kind of cool, but when I left, when I left there at one o'clock in the morning, they were on the other side of the road across from the machine shed the other way. There's a waterway that runs to this little six acre hole that we've been telling you about. Um, and it's all high canary grass, and I see eyes. So I swing my lights in there as I'm leaving. It's bedded down right on the outer edge of it. She's, I can see her. And all of a sudden, I see a butt in the air, and I see it go down, and I see a head come up, and it's that buck. And he's... Um, which was cool to see because you know that, okay, he's, he's locked down, or he's tending her, and she's going to be coming in here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... As fate would have it, we have this dreaded warm-up into the 60s. And, I mean, I, the rut still happens. There's no doubt about that. They just they go into the thicker areas where it's cooler, obviously. Yeah, and everything more would happen at night. You know? Right, right. So, In which we even saw that on camera. We saw some what appeared to be some obvious chasing on the cameras. Yep, yep. And, you know, I thought that was neat. Um, to see that, and I just can't get over the fact that they, they didn't move. I mean, my truck was, I mean, I'm talking 45. And they're just looking at me, chewing their cud, hanging out. And I'm like, wow, okay. okay, that's interesting. But that tells me also that he don't care about me. He only cares right. about her, you know. Yep. But with that being said, um, like I said, this morning was cooler, and uh, you had some action this morning, huh? Yeah, it was, uh, it was quiet at first. I mean, it was beautiful. It was uh, no wind. Um, 
saw a deer or what I thought would be a deer uh, down the fence line in the back corner of the property. Um, kind of appeared to be like it went away from me. So then I decided to do some light grunting. Um, and then I think 15 minutes later, I had a, a nice, real young A-pointer. It's a year and a half year old A-pointer. If it makes it through, I think next year it's going to be a real nice deer. Yeah, I'd agree with you. He came out and, you know, came five yards from underneath the tree, went out into the standing corn that we got yet and proceeded to um, mess around and eat, eat corn for 45 minutes. <laughs> and when he approached the field, he was, you know, he was scanning the field looking all over. So I'm only assuming that he came into my grunts, but I guess I can't say for 100% certain, but it's the way it appeared. Right. Um, and then probably, well, at that 45 minute mark, I had a doe come through the fence line kind of over my left shoulder. Um, probably about what? That's 40, 50 yards away. Yeah. Like in that little, that little hole. Yep. Um, had a doe come through there and then our old buddy Bobbo <laughs> following her. And that got this A pointer's attention out in the field and he, you know, kind of swiftly moved off and ran back there and they were kind of running around you know not nothing crazy um but just kind of running around a little bit and then there's one other smaller buck back there as well um and that was pretty much it for the morning um, so. so my question becomes with what you saw today and what we what we know i mean we know there's bigger bucks there yeah you know and i I, I hang on to the, the feeling and the intent that, um, how do I say it? Those little bucks are going to push a hot door. Right. And, I just hope they know, keep them right there. <laughs> right, right. But little Bobbo, I mean, he don't know what to do. He might get lucky late in the season, but other than that, right now, he, uh, because I've got to think that Right. And, and that's, that's kind of what happened. happened with the buck I shot last year, that was kind of, they were chasing around and I actually grunted him away. So uh, either he was coming to look for me or, you know, what exactly happened there? Because I forgot my grunt call and, you know, I was just kind of a mess, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> um, once again, as you would say, the golden horseshoe. Yep. Um, but I think, you know, and that's where I'm at now. I'm, I'm looking to go sit with my dad tonight. And him and I talked this morning and he's like, God, he's like, you know, I, I don't, I don't have the motivation. Like it's a little warm yet. You know, I don't see good movement on cameras. He's like, but I know I got to go sit. And he's, you know, he, he knows that sooner or later, this thing is going to break open. I hope so. <laughs> well, and I guess one of our other guys in hunting party uh, said that he saw a, a shooter buck um, out in front of our, one of our gun stands, but um, at 11, yeah. which fluke, I don't know, maybe, but who is that? Uh, Tony. Oh, he's got a picture, a picture. Sure. He saw him out of 20 times. Um, it was one o'clock during the day and dad's like, you know, well, was, was he just happenstance, you know, just a, 
a weird occurrence? Was he tracking, you know, trailing a doe? What's the story? And of course, you know, he doesn't know. <laughs> um, but it's got a sooner or later here, it's, it's going to break open next week. You look ahead in the forecast and we've got highs back in the forties and you got, you got stuff low. back. Yeah. Temperatures go back to normal. Right. So that, you know, and then there's well, a part even, of me. Even this front we got coming in on Thursday, they're talking yeah. high winds, uh, rain, kind of sounds nasty. So it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I did have a thought on that too. You know, you could go crawl in the ground blind there. Oh, I thought of that too. They're going to move in the wind. I mean, it, I, I don't know. The rut don't stop. It doesn't stop, and as much as it might hinder movement or things of that nature, they're somewhere. They're still doing their thing somewhere. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I'm not. I'm not saying that this week. And I'm like, well, I kind of the same thing. I'm like, well, it's you know, Thursday, but do you hunt that? Does that turn good? You know. And. Yeah. Uh, But I'm curious yes. as to what that's going to bring. But like I said, looking at it, next week's the week where weather-wise, you're like, okay. But in the back of your brain, you're like, well, we know they've been going at it here. Yeah. You know, does that does next week flip a switch? You know, is next week the week where all hell breaks loose and they're running like crazy? We're talking possible snow Sunday or Monday. I know, so, I know. I I love to see a. I'd love to see a solid four inches. <laughs> Any, anything would be fine. Well, I I love I love hunting in snow. I just think that is the cat's ass. I love it. Yeah. Because the deer got to get up on their feet and they got to work for their food a little bit. Um. But the other thing worth mentioning too that your time will hunting at Betty's, those soybeans are now off Correct. in that bean yeah, field. Those- they were half off on my Thursday hunt. Now they're completely off uh, after that Saturday hunt. Right. And now and your dad reported yesterday, was it, that yep, they're starting yep. to cut the massive cornfield across the street, across the road. So so across the road from this swamp that we hunt, there's, uh, I mean, it's, it's a solid 60, 80 acres of corn. Um, and I mean, it's going to take them a while to get to it because it's not a big dairy that's taking that off. It's not like it's going to come off in a in a day. It's going to take them a little bit. But I think they're trying to get it off before the rains, obviously, because that's going to kill their moisture. Um, sorry, farmer coming out in me. <laughs> um, but you know, once that's gone, okay, now you look at food sources in that area. What's left? Nothing. General browse and food plots, wherever they might be. Right. I think there's a winter wheat field, you know, down the way. But other than that, I mean, there's not a whole lot out there. So does that help bring the does in and keep the does, you know, feeding? So that, you know, like I said, naturally your bucks come through. But even that's kind of a, well, when they start really pushing, I don't know. It's a, it's a shit show. You're right. Right. And I like to think that down the way here, it's going to get good and you're going to see that running and chasing and you're going to see the big boys on their feet. But everything that we've looked at, we're just waiting patiently. 
Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, is it? Are they kind of you know act, doing their thing at night right now? We we you did know. have that that shooter at Betty's there. It looked like he was following a doe in the fog there. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I yeah, I I don't know. Are they are they still nocturnal? You know, um, I do think daylight savings time helps us. Don't ask me why. I always kind of felt that way. Um, Dad and I talked about that. I just feel like it kind of changes the odds in your favor, um, especially yeah, for. I I like the mo- yeah the morning hunts to me now. I don't know, for whatever reason, like this morning when I was driving up, it's like, you know, I just had that good feeling, but obviously it didn't pan out. But well, but it's good movement, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah, it was a really good, it was a nice morning, for sure. Right. And I like, um, you know, Dad talking about hunting tonight, and I'm going to go sit with him, and he's like, well, where are you going to go? I, I want to sit on the food plot. And he's like, well, I'll go crawl in, in one of our box blinds for gun hunting. And I'm like, no, you go sit in the food plot. I've always wanted to take a chair and go sit on that pine grove in the back there mm-hmm. and just back into the pines and just wait, just see, just see the movement. I, you know, we know that they've run back there, you know, in years past. So but you're going for an ob- observation style set is what you're saying. That's correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do some recon because I think next year we are going to, we're going to revamp that property and we're going to have some, we're going to have some fucking options there. And yeah, we need more options. That's for dang sure. Right. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've been, dad and I've been talking about that too. And he's like, I know he's like, but we haven't sat there enough. And I'm like, well, we've always been under the impression you wait and you let that property just marinate. And it's worked in the past, but now with you a part of our party now and hunting with us, you got to have options for the wind. You can't sit there and wait for the right wind. You know what I mean? Right. You got to have other opportunities to go out there and sit different winds to be successful. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're the one that kind of got that ball rolling because dad listens to you and doesn't listen to me. So <laughs> I don't know why he listens to me. No, oh, because you're older and you're wiser and you're the favorite child. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, it's kind of like, you know, when you were a kid, and your parents told you not to do something. So you would actually go out there and do it. But then when, you know, somebody else would tell you not to do it, you wouldn't do it because it's not your parents telling you. Mm-hmm. Kind of that aspect. Yeah, that's understandable. Right. But uh, so, yeah, Dan and I are going to go out and give it a shot tonight and um, see what, what we do and what we see. Um, but, yeah, one of these days it's it's got to break loose. And I know that anybody listening is probably like these guys have been saying this from day one. You're right. This podcast is like two weeks old, and we've been saying that since day one. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So I just but, saw that uh, you got a message from your father. It sounds like he's heading to the woods already. He is. He is. Um, he actually had to end this conversation with me while I was driving, and he's like, I got to get my ass moving. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so he's he's trying to get motivated is what he's doing. <laughs> but all it's going to take for him is to see a big buck live on the hoof and he's going to be like alright we gotta go we gotta go <laughs> which that's the way it is for all of us in a way you know right but uh, I know that you should be uh, arriving at your destination fairly soon here yeah it's uh, it's the little man's birthday today he's turning four which is void 
Little Boyd man is uh, turning four. The Hulkster. Uh, yeah, my. Uh, I was talking this morning. It's funny that that buck that I ended up that I saw this morning that eight pointer last night. I was just the kids and I having dinner, and I was talking like, "Oh, what kind of deer should Daddy shoot tomorrow?" And I was going through some of the pictures, and one of them was that buck that I saw. And Audrey yep. looks at it, and I'm like, "Well, what about this one? You know, you know." be kind of cool to shoot a deer on Boyd's birthday. And they both looked at me and just like, eh, <laughs> maybe. And then, That's uh, awesome. Well, then this morning, too, uh, when I was getting ready to go, um, you know, last night, uh, after we put the kids to bed, uh, my wife comes out and she said, Boyd said, uh, you're going to shoot a big buck. And he held his hands way out wide. So I'm just like, all right, well, I can't shoot that little one then. Right. <laughs> Dude, so, that, that's a legit thing. The kids put pressure on you. But like I said, I've always thought it'd been cool to shoot one on his birthday. So, which, Oh, hell yeah. Now, now today we're going to take him out and take him to lunch. And I don't know what. I go to the Children's Museum with him and do something. So. Nice. Nah, you'll love that. I know uh, I was going to get Adeline out in the stand out in dad's stand and check his stand for him for gun hunting. And I, uh, she was all bent, all hell bent on it all weekend. And yesterday I'm like, hey, you hunt with daddy tonight? And she's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, no. And she's like, no, I stay with mom. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, it, it's, uh, it's a delicate age and I don't want to ruin it for her. If she wants to yeah, go, she'll let me know. push it. Right. As much I, brought, as it, I brought my daughter last year. And uh, she was all happy, had fun for like first 20 minutes, half hour, had all sorts of candy and gummy worms, her favorite <laughs> treats. All right. Then she got bored and we saw all sorts of deer for, you know, I was not expecting to see a whole lot. And we saw tons of deer, saw a couple bucks uh, and she could not give two shits. And after that, <laughs> she's like, um, I don't need to go hunting anymore. I'll just let the hunting up to you. I'm like, oh, I'm like, all right, well, and then my neighbor my neighbor's dad shot a small buck last night. So, um, and we were, I was next door helping him skin it out and quarter it up. Nice. Uh, and obviously my wife was gone. So I, I brought the kids over there. I was giving him a hand and it's kind of funny watching the kids. Like they've been around it with, you know, my father-in-law and then, you know, obviously we gotten a few deer over the last couple of years. They've been around it, but now they're getting a little older and a little more curious about all that. And Right. Boyd's at first kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this shit. And you can just tell by the look on his face. But then after that, he goes, maybe I just want to shoot the deer. I don't know if I want to do this part. <laughs> I'm like, dude, no, that's, this is part of it. That's right. You Besides, can't I don't pick make, and choose. I don't, make the, I don't make enough money to just drop a deer off of the processor. Right. No <laughs> shit. But, no, you're, you're a hundred percent right. And like you said, even though it breaks your heart that, you know, they're like, uh, I'm good for now. You're just like, nah, time will come, you know, they'll change. Things will change. And who knows, maybe they pick it up later on. Audrey, I'm happy she likes to shoot a bow. I can, even if she doesn't want to hunt, if she wants to do that, I can, I can't, can't complain. Right. No, I hear you. But, uh, I'll be, uh, I'll let you, let you get to it and, uh, make sure you tell Boyd that I say happy birthday. Will do. Um, I gotta get a gift for him because I'm a I'm a bad friend and I didn't get anything for him <laughs> for his birthday, so I gotta I gotta get oh. him something. Nah, I gotta, gotta get him something. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, um, 
thanks for uh, giving us an update and uh, good luck to you coming up here. I know you're going to be doing a couple sits here in the next couple of days. So we'll, uh, we'll check in and we'll stay on top of things and hopefully uh, we get a success story coming in. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> All right, my man. Uh, I will, uh, I'll let you go. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep, see ya. Bye.